Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Was It Real? The Hills Rewatch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome back to Was It Real? The Hills Rewatch podcast. I'm Audrina Patridge here with my co-host Frankie Delgado and Brody Jenner. And today we're kicking off season three with episode one, You Know What You Did, with a very special guest, Jason Sands. He was one of our producers. um, And this episode aired in August of 2007. So thank you for coming on, Jason. You're welcome. Super excited. I remember this night quite well. Jason, welcome. Happy to Thank see you. Thank you, Frankie. You look good great. to see you. Brody, good to see you. Yeah, Jason. What's up, buddy? Stat. I know this episode was one of the, well, it was the highest rated episode the entire season. More people watch this episode than watch the succession finale. Wow. That's great. huge. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that true? I guess, I guess everybody that really is wants absolutely to see that. true. I guess everybody really wanted to see that sex tape. Uh, <laughs> or, was there, or was there a sex tape? <laughs> oh, man. That's what we're going to ask you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. No, Brody, the, the thing about this episode was that... Um, I think it was your be, birthday. That's why everybody wanted to watch. It happened to be that everybody wanted to know how I party on my birthday. Exactly. And that was a little quick glimpse of how it goes down on the birthday um and funny enough we're talking about my birthday that day and it was just my birthday last night too so that is crazy happy birthday buddy kind of weird that it's always my birthday on the hills i love that here we are again (laughs) okay so basically this episode is when heidi and spencer throw a housewarming party and then lauren learns about a potentially friendship shattering rumor that's going around and that's what we're going to be talking about today what were the rumors? They basically were saying that, like, me and Jason made, like, inappropriate videotapes. Who does that? This is one of the highest rated episodes. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So the funny thing about this episode was is that there was that rumor which had circulated really on Perez Hilton. That was the thing, is that So when we were producing the show, there were stories appearing on Perez Hilton. And we started shooting the third season and we shot a ton of great scenes. I mean, I remember one with Brody, with you and Spencer going pinball machine shopping at this crazy place in the valley. It was like there were a thousand old pinball machines and it was like a beautiful scene at this amazing warehouse. And we had shot. I forgot about that. Several episodes (laughs) worth of content. Because we weren't going to talk about the sex tape mm-hmm. on the TV show. So we were, you know, probably working on episode three. And then word came down from whoever at MTV, the sex tape is in. And it was a hard thing to explain because it was happening on, I mean, honestly, it's hard to imagine. Social media didn't exist yet. Facebook was in its infancy. There was no Instagram. 
mm-hmm. it was Perez Hilton who was driving the story. And he kept writing about how there's a sex tape, there's a sex tape. And it made it difficult for us trying to tell the story of four young women in Los Angeles who were not celebrities. Mm-hmm. But you'd already been on the cover of Rolling Stone. So, but we were trying to, I think, you know, the theme of this thing is, was it real? Well, a lot of it was real. What wasn't real is that you weren't just four average girls in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And that, so we didn't, we didn't figure out a way to integrate what was essentially tabloid gossip into the TV show. And ultimately we just decided that it was a rumor going around on the internet and that's what brought it into story. And we had to toss out all this footage and then we ended up with the big night at Ledoux. And that was Frankie's birthday. This is like also Frankie's when he steps into the hills too. I sure did. Yeah. What and, a way to come into this. Huh? Right? He yeah. came in with a boom. And actually in one of the episodes or the scenes, we're at Ledoux and they, you guys, it cuts to a door. And me and Lauren are inside of the bathroom reading the letter that Heidi gave her. And that was actually after Ledoux at Frankie's after party at his birthday. Yeah, that's and then my it house. was like that's where I lived. I had I lived in this like oh town townhomes type of like three story condos. And there's that that bathroom was in my second floor, and they were filming it, yeah. well, like and- making it seem like you're at Ledoux. Yep. And Lauren and I had no idea that you guys got that through the door. (laughs) So when we saw it, we were like, oh my God, they heard everything. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, I mean, there you go though. That speaks again to the whole thing. That's the premise of your show. Was it real? Yeah. Now you didn't read that at Ledoux, but you read it and you Mm -hmm. read it that night. So we'd messed around a little bit and put it somewhere else, but that really did happen. Yep. It really did. What did Um, the letter say? We actually, I, we, it's, we, she read it on camera, but it basically was Heidi just saying that she really missed Lauren at the housewarming party and she wishes that she was there and she, that she didn't do anything. And then Lauren's just like, she's fucking lying. She won't admit it. So just to get to the um, bottom of this. So did Perez Hilton start this rumor? Is that what we're getting at? So Pre- I know it was driven by Perez Hilton. Is that, that's what it sounds like, right? I have my own opinion. Uh, okay. There is a lot of... I can tell you this much. Two days before I was in Perez Hilton, Spencer walked up to me and told me that story. And then two days later, it was on Perez. Mm. And we theorized that Spencer was talking to Perez. There's a lot of... I I remember, Brody, the first night you went on a date with Lauren at like Blowfish or something. It was a sushi joint on Sunset. Yeah. While we were filming... Perez was writing, Brody's on a date with Lauren Conrad at this restaurant right now. So he so had inside know. information. Yeah. And I and don't know. I mean, I don't think it was anybody from our team that was feeding Perez. No. Guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We all know how important mental health is and how helpful therapy can be for that. But did you know that traditional therapy visits are on average over $100 per session? That can add up to thousands of dollars a year. Well, let us tell you about Cerebral. Cerebral is a 100% online mental health service that offers therapy and medication management for anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, burnt out, and more. 
I personally have spent a lot of money on normal therapy. It's at least 180 a session, um, sometimes more. Uh, so this, the fact that Cerebral is available anytime and you could do it from home, it's all online, like this is just so much better. Cerebral is here for anyone who's looking for help with their mental health, no matter where you are in your journey. Cerebral helps people with anxiety, depression, stress, insomnia, and more. If you feel like you're experiencing burnout or processing a major life event, Cerebral is care that's ready for you. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides medication management online through a licensed provider if clinically indicated. Affordable treatments that are one-third the price of traditional therapy. Treatment options are available with or without insurance. And for Mental Health Awareness Month this May, you can get an exclusive 50% off your first month of therapy by going to Cerebral.com slash hills. That's Cerebral.com slash hills for 50% off or more off your first month of therapy. For quality mental health care that's accessible and affordable, join Cerebral today. So for those of you who don't know what Hatch is, it's basically a sleep device that helps you go to sleep. It's a sound machine. Not only do I use it for my daughter, but I also use it for my dog, Asher, because he barks over every little sound outside, um, anything around the house or whatever. So I use it for him too, and it just drowns out the sound and helps him stay asleep. Um, and with Hatch Rest, your child will sleep better so that you can too, so you're not waking up all night. The new and improved second generation Hatch Rest makes sleep better and more magical for your entire family. The all-in-one Hatch Rest is a smart sleep device with a sound machine and nightlight that grows with your kids. The Rest has helped over 3 million babies and parents get restful sleep. It's no wonder that it's consistently a top baby registry item. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners up to 15% off your first purchase of a Hatch Rest and Free shipping at hatch.co slash hills. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and yourself, go to hatch.co slash hills to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash hills. There's a lot of articles and interviews done where there's a lot of fingers being pointed. I think at one point, Jen Bunny blamed Brody. And then Brody came out and said, I didn't do that. And there's a lot of people saying that Spencer and Heidi did it. And that's who Lauren truly believed um, started it. So I think at that point, who knows? I, I mean, I mean, if it listen, listen, if it was true about this rumor, whoever told somebody about that this thing existed, then that's who is to blame, no? Right. And it only two people knew about that thing, so it's got to be one of those two people. So at that point, it's if you didn't want this to come out ever, then I just think why well, talk about it? Never saw it. No, no sex tape ever made the light of day. That's my point. Right. But if, if it was true, then which one of them two would ever have any reason to go and say that there it even existed? I don't think I'm out there saying, hey, I have a sex tape to my friends. No. You're not? Frankie, you've told me that all the time. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Frankie. That was between <laughs> us, man. Damn it. I wrestled and... 
Gosh. I mean, regardless if there was or wasn't, it's really nobody's business to expose and that's private. And, you know, I think the Hills was so huge then that people were like, oh my gosh, Lauren Conrad, because she was such a good girl. And so like on point all the time that the rumor of a sex tape was like huge, but nothing ever came to surface. I mean, I honestly felt bad for her that, you know, because you guys were so young then. What were you, 21, 22 years old, if even that? And, Mm -hmm. you know, to have your business put out in public like that, whether it was true or not, I mean, that just had to be a traumatic thing. And, you know, it's sad that those that Lauren and Heidi have not been able to repair that damage, you know, because they still, I don't think, speak to this day. No, they haven't. Heidi spoke about that too. Like she, you know, she, it's really sad. Um, But I mean, I think there's just so many things in between their friendship that exploded and it's hard to come back from that, especially something like this. Who knows whoever started it, it is what it is, right? But I think that maybe whoever started it had in their mind that this was going to be the highest rated (laughs) episode of the entire (laughs) season, you know? And so- you know, you're trying to make a hit show and you're trying to get viewers. And I think that however that was started, I, I, I have no idea, but maybe somebody was thinking, hey, let's blow this show up and create some kind of drama or something like that. So I don't know. Well, it worked. Yeah. At somebody else, at, it worked at somebody else's expense, obviously, which is, you know, not the, Lauren. not the, exactly not the Lauren's expense. So, you know, that was a bummer. And I know that was tough to deal with for Lauren. So, uh, but it was the highest rated episode. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, trying what, to make a hit you, show. You're trying to make a hit right? show. <laughs> I know. And I guess that comes with being on a reality show. It's like all, any secret, there's no privacy. Like anything you've ever confided in anyone or anything is like put on blast at some point. Audrina, you remember the remake. I mean, like the, one of the producers said to us, look, you know, just let us know what's off limits and what, yeah. you know, we won't, we promise we won't talk about that. And as soon as you let them in on what was off limits. Yep. That was the first thing they did was go to all the other castmates and and you know try to get the, the your deepest darkest secrets out there on you know out there and exposed. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what you sign up for when you do a reality television show. And you gotta also, be all in. Don't you think? I mean, there's gotta be. It's the first episode coming back from season three. They want those big ratings. So sure. this could have been manipulated by other even bigger things that we don't even like we weren't even close to like that. We might yep. not even, it just, we didn't think about that could have made it even we're going to do this. We're going to say these things. Who for knows sure. if people were prepared for this in the background, like, Hey, this is going to happen, but this is going to be a big, big, big rating show. People are going to get paid real money. And after this, everybody got their paycheck. Everybody got paid. Yep. I, I remember Brody just, Call him and be like, yo, we're going to go party at your club now. You <laughs> started wearing diamonds. I got, I got some wearing- diamonds after that. Diamond chain. <laughs> yeah, you had that big diamond chain. You had that archangel stuff. Like, you y'all started balling, dude. Like, all affliction. That's what uh, all that was in. Ed uh, Audrina had her Chanel purses now. Like, y'all were really talking. Like, don't, don't get twisted, guys. Like, this was all. We put in out, our work. We owned it. perfectly. Yeah. Brand new cars. Everybody, like, eh. This this was all. It evolved. It worked it out. Evolved yeah, money. But Jason, but really, I feel like the first episode that was really the only talk of the tape. Um, it kind of like we kind of changed subjects after this. 
after the first well it, it did it moved on from there and then it's funny because i joke about it in my work producing other reality tv shows where i'll say that i made 30 episodes of tv about an event you never saw and was almost never talked about you never you never even really knew you knew because the famous line is you knew what you did yeah but we only mentioned what you did like once or twice. You know why I'm mad at you? Why, Laura? You know why I'm mad at why? you. You know what why? you did. What did I do? You know what, what you did. What did I do? What? But it was that Literally. moment at and the so club. And so there's an event that you never see. You never, you kind of know what it is. There's a rumor of something. But what happened was, is that there was a sincere break between that friendship, which was, the cement that kind of was the first two seasons of the show was, you know, you four girls were all really great friends. You know, Lauren and Heidi were roommates. Um, and then once that exploded, all we did was keep telling the story of how these girls didn't like each other. And that's and ended up being one of the reasons why I left at the end of season three, because I felt like we told that story 20 times. Yeah, it was so repetitive. How many ways can you get that Lauren and Heidi don't like each other? And it just got to be... I mean, I remember my last night on the show was the night before Christmas. It was the 23rd of December. We were wrapped, all ready to go home. And there was, everyone, people were about to get on planes and they called us back to go shoot another confrontation at another club in Hollywood between Lauren and Heidi. Uh, and it was such thing. a non-event because at that point, all the, their emotional steam was out of it. Uh-huh. You know, so they kind of saw each other at the club and I was like, oh, Heidi's here. I think I'm going to go. Or there, oh, there's Lauren, you know? And then it's like, oh, no, you guys have to talk to each other. And then they, I mean, it, I don't even know if that scene ever even made air, but it just felt like it got to be really kind of redundant and boring for me because I think in the first two seasons, the stories we were telling were pretty real. I mean, Lauren was in love with Jason Waller. Mm-hmm. And that was a heartbreaking story that she got her heart broken. And, you know, we shot her going to drop off the golf clubs. And then, you know, I think there was a moment, Brody, where you really were dating Lauren. Now, um, I think we stretched I don't know about that, that moment. Well, there, something was going and, on. And in the very beginning of Lauren and I getting to know each other, you know, there was some interest there for sure. We had, we had just met and, and yeah, in the very beginning, but it was, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't call it dating. I think it was very, you know, dating, I would say chemistry. Yeah. Chemistry, chemistry. We got along, you know, I think we had some great conversations. There was chemistry. We had fun together. Um, I, but as far as dating, I just think that we had good chemistry, you know, we were able to continue that throughout, you know, every season. We just, we sort of played off the chemistry that we had. Right. And the, but there was a minute where I guess it, from the outside looking in, right. 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 right for really sure. knew, yeah. It really felt like what we were filming was like a real romance between the two of you. Right. And that's like what sort of middle of season two, something like right. that. Right. And then it kind of came obvious that what we were doing was more of a made for TV moment. With you mm -hmm. two. Right. And to be honest, I felt like the Spencer Heidi relationship was a made for TV moment. But lo and behold, 16, 17 years later, they're still married. They have two kids. I mean, that was a real bona fide love affair, mm -hmm. yep. you know? 
And I have to admit, I was sort of skeptical. I was like, oh, is Spencer doing this just to get airtime? Does he really love Heidi? And, you know, as a producer, you don't really know. You can only second guess. And I have to admit, I didn't think it was real. Well, but you proved the whole thing. There you go. Right. That I mean, bless him. People were rooting against him a lot. And I, I, I mean, honestly, like, if imagine feeling that pressure of the whole world being like, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And they really, truly loved each other. And I, I think that that was what me and Brody probably knew more because we, we knew Spencer and we knew how he would talk about her behind closed doors. And he really loved her and cared about her and, and, and wanted to make it work. Going to his wedding, listening to his speech and to, I mean, was it called speech or his vows? Like, you could tell that that was, that's when I started being like, this is true love. This these. Whatever it is, like they really are hypnotized for each other. They they never saw. I never saw a wandering eye after like a couple of the first episode seasons, whatever it was. Yeah, probably first season. There was never a, a wandering eye. There was never like Frankie, let's go to the club, or there was never. That's why me and Brody got even closer because it was now now it was just me and Brody. He kind of took the I am gonna have a a, a a serious relationship, and that's what happens, right? They, they, the the party team that well, we had. Well, yeah, Heidi and Spencer actually turned serious, and then Brody and Lauren just it, like it fizzled. And you could kind of see how that all naturally progressed with the right. whole dynamic of everybody. And then Whitney is just kind of in and out a little bit, more like the person that Lauren confides in about what's going on in her life, just like Kiara was that to me at Epic. Um. But there's always so many people involved and like we had to get our stories out and tell everyone to let the audience know what was going on. Breathe some life into your own backyard with fastgrowingtrees.com this spring. From shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty, let fastgrowingtrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. Fastgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate mire lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? But sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. I love Fast Growing Trees because I get to... I, I mean, I get to choose like the Meyer lemon trees, or I also have chose a lot of the privacy shrubs to put between my neighbor and I. They just have so many options. And it's so easy as well. Join over 1.5 million happy fast-growing tree customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash the hills now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash the hills. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career? 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I can't imagine what it was like to be you guys because... You were trying to live your life, and we were trying to tell every aspect of it, but it was tough to live your life. I mean, I remember, like, even Lauren feeling like after the sort of on-screen version of Brody and Lauren ended, that she didn't want to date anybody on the TV show who wanted to be on the TV show. You know, Mm -hmm. she didn't, anybody that she wanted to date in real life, she didn't want to be with them if they wanted to film. Because she thought it was was being used. Right. So that the only way that she could know that someone was genuinely or she thought she would know someone was genuinely interested in her was if they're like, hey, you do your TV show thing and we'll have a relationship in real life. And that's got to be just a horrible place to be. Yeah, there's a lot of trust issues that come from it. I mean, you tell me, Audrina, how did you feel? Because you you were that same thing. Well, I think guys just wanted to date you maybe for TV airtime or for you. I think they really wanted to date you because it's you, but at the same time, they want I mean, I brought so many people on the show just for the show, too. So it's like, in a way, I kind of used people, too, like all those models. I was like, I need a hot guy. Just go on a date with me, you know? And it, some of it made for good TV, but it was nothing ever serious. Yeah, the guy that, you know, said this salad's like a party and he's like on his phone talking about boobs the whole time like okay buddy were you used you think oh i'm sure i was you know i just it was all good though back then i used me all you want it's like mutual when you understand we were were using each other i guess you know whatever i'm just saying like like, there was a lot of I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. With reality shows like that, I mean, you don't really at that point too, especially how successful it was. I think it was tough to find out what relationships, um, even friendships, to be completely honest, are genuine and what's not. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that you just sort of have to, you know, I think the main goal is at that point is to make the the best possible show you can make. And it doesn't even matter who's using you, who's not using it. If they're good for TV, you know, if they're funny, if people want to watch them, if there's drama, then bring them on, you know, regardless. I think that that making a, a good product is the most important thing. Yeah. And I think after filming for so long, all of our brains kind of went there. Like what's going to make good TV or right. this person would be great. Let's bring them on. So we almost had our own producer hat on, like trying to make a good show as well. And I think that that's what, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, I say this all the time about Spencer. I think that Spencer going into that show from day one, that was the number one thing that he had on his brain. Cause we had just come off princes of Malibu. We had a lot of experience in reality television and Spencer was just going in like, how do we make the best show on TV with drama? And, you know, a lot of it made him look like an asshole, but the Spencer I see on this show, a lot of the times, especially the interactions with Heidi, you know, and these looks they give each other and how kind of rude he is to her sometimes. I, I know he's acting and that's the thing. I could watch him and be like, you know, that's not the Spencer that I grew up with and knew. I just know that he wanted to play and he would always tell me, 
I want to be the most hated person on the show. Like I, that is my goal. And I was always telling him like, you know what? That's, <laughs> that's not my goal. I, I don't want to be the most hated person, but that was, you know, he knew that I think during that time there was Kevin Federline and Britney Spears and, you know, the K fed Britney thing. And Spencer was just, you know, he was a very talented producer and he knew what he wanted to do on that show. And I think, you know, he did what he, he had literally said, I want to be the most hated person in the world. And I think at one point he actually was yeah, like, the most hated person, you know, manifestation is a real thing. And Spencer's definitely one of those people that can, that can do that. Because he did do that. He, yeah, did, he say, did I mean, right. I remember him yeah. saying that to me, I want to be, this is who I'm going to be. And then the, the heart, the reason I felt sorry for him was because it became true. He couldn't walk through an airport. He couldn't go grocery shopping. He couldn't go anywhere. And I think in his mind, he was playing a character. For sure. Uh But in the world's mind, that was he was revealing his true colors. And people didn't know the difference of what was what. And it ended up, I think, being a very difficult time for him in that immediate hype Mm -hmm. of like, you're a horrible person. And he's like, I'm just making a TV show here. You know, yeah. Back then, yeah. people didn't get it. I think nowadays, with so many reality shows, like people kind of get it. Like you know that it can't be so dramatic every single moment. Like, or maybe it can with some of these housewives shows. They're crazy. The magic of the reality TV show is, is that we know that those dramatic moments, as soon as the camera comes off, <laughs> sometimes it's like a pickup. Like, scene. yeah. It's like we had to go pick up that seat. We had to go make sure that that drama happened so we can tell the story of what's going to happen in the future. And The Hills was such a unique show at the time. I think that it was, you know, the way even Laguna Beach was shot, it was shot very, you know, at that time in reality television, it was the simple life. It was real world. I mean, and you could Jessica tell these Simpson. were, yeah. right, these were really real, you know, reality shows. But the way The Hills was filmed was almost like a sitcom TV show. It was shot so beautiful and people were like is this real is this a is this scripted people really didn't they really had no clue what format it was so i think that added to a lot of you know and that spencer was like i'm kind of i'm playing it like a sitcom and a lot of people thought that's that's who he really was and still you know still do to this day yeah jason were you a producer on laguna beach yeah so i oh, came out were. on the second season of laguna oh wow so you were there from the start Pretty much. Well, I didn't do the first season. I had a bunch of friends who did the first season. Mm -hmm. And from everything I heard, it was super hard to work on. And it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And when I remember my first shoot day on Laguna, I had no idea who these people were. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally, I'd never seen the first season. I didn't know what was going on. I get sent down there and there were some story producers there. And it was a party at Lauren's house with all the Laguna kids. And there was this drama about like, what's up with Lauren and Stephen Coletti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so one of the story people says, yeah, go up to Stephen and see if he'll talk about, if he'll go have a conversation with Lauren. And I'm like, which one's Stephen? And they're like, that guy there. I'm like, okay. I, I, hey, Stephen, I'm Jason. Will you, will you go talk to Lauren? He's like, fuck off. I'm like, <laughs> he told me to fuck off. And they're like, yeah, we thought he would. I'm like, why did you tell me to do that? <laughs> now go ask Lauren if she'll talk to Steven. I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, Lauren, will you go talk to Steven? No. I'm like, she said no. And I'm like, I, what? I didn't oh even know God. what was going on. You guys and took a I, lot of heat from all of us too. 
<laughs> all the yeah they did <laughs> jason but i felt like i was always fair to you guys you were sure. i loved you, know, you. i yeah. mean i remember there was a thing where lauren was chasing around for lisa love trying to find some tickets for something for a fashion show and and we were making it seem like she was gonna fail mm-hmm. and she got really pissed and was ready to walk and i was like lauren look you're gonna win it's just fine just take take the L two more times, and on the last stop, you're going to get the tickets, and you're going to be the hero. Just play ball with us, and let's get this done. Yeah, and of course just- she did, and she got the tickets, and you know Lisa Love was happy, and I think she had to deal with um, oh god, what was her name who ran all those fashion shows? Kelly Catrone. Oh yes, right. She was the villain in that episode, I think. Yeah, we're not to the Kelly episodes yet. <laughs> So we, we went through that episode, no? Oh, we did because they hired her. They hired her to go and find those tickets for the tickets. She wanted an extra ticket. Yeah. For the LA Fashion Week yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a hard invite to get. So she had to like figure it out, which it was like, you know. See, but you need the hype. You need the drama to go up and go through the emotions with the character. And then you, you know. Well, that's that's the stuff that was kind of fake. You know, that's why we was. It's I would agree. Real. Yeah. That was the stuff. That the work needed. stuff was fake. But Some I think those- a lot of the relationship drama was real. Yeah. 100%. In the beginning. Like at one point, in the beginning. Katrina, for sure. You like Justin Bobby. I brought him on the show. We were together before. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we but filmed a scene on first that- season. And that it never was made Brody's the cut. Party in Malibu, yeah. where he left, Justin Bobby left with Brody. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think he left to go to a party. So Justin Bobby me. says to me, like, hey, I'm splitting. Will you hold on to my motorcycle helmet? And I go, sure. And then you're shooting a scene, and I snuck up behind you and stuck the helmet next to you. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Poor Justin. And you're like, where's I Justin Bobby? An apology. And here's his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, funny. it made a good scene though I where'd mean, you go brody party somewhere probably i don't know <laughs> shit somewhere somewhere Hollywood. fun <laughs> apparently somewhere fun no, we would always like yeah i mean i'll never i mean we'll get to those episodes but i think you know to touch on your point jason in the beginning <laughs> i think for sure i mean we were all genuinely getting to know each other for the first i would say four seasons three three four seasons it was a lot of the relationships were very genuine and we were just getting, you know, I think later on in the series, you do start to see more, you know, fabricated storylines and more acting and trying to get it. Cause at that point we had all become so comfortable with each other. We had had, you know, every storyline, but we, we were now all characters of the show and we had to keep storyline going and all film together. So I think that in this moment, for sure, it was still very genuine and there were the relationships were very, real well i think the other problem for the production was as the show became more successful you guys became celebrities in your own right and what was really happening in your life was red carpets and nightclub appearances and stuff that we couldn't follow because on the tv show you're right you were just kids trying to make it in hollywood you hadn't made it so that made it really difficult to tell any true stories because your real lives had become something that was off limits to us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I actually had some arguments with the network about, I was like, at a certain point, why don't we embrace that this show started with them coming to Hollywood to make it. And now they have, like, I wanted 
to do the storyline of Heidi making a record and Lauren making a fashion line. You know, it's like, well, she went to FIT. Why can't we tell the story that she's now going to do a runway show of her own? And they're like, no, 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 they're still struggling. They need to be this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, all right, well, it's just less interesting to me because if we were to say, for example, shot Lauren doing a runway show, there would have been real stakes. Mm-hmm. She would have been had a ton of anxiety, a ton of emotion about how was it going to be received? And there would have been something exciting to shoot. You know, if we shot Heidi in the studio and she had a record release party and it didn't go well, that would have been very real. But instead, it was like, no, Heidi, Brent Bolthouse is going to yell at you one more time and not fire you, you know. And Audrina, you're going to go hang out in Epic. And I remember at the end of Epic, they were literally taking the photos off the wall. Everybody was moving out of that. Yeah. And the only thing happening was just you were sitting there with Kiara pretending that there was something to do. I know. I I think in this scene, in this episode, there's a scene where like Heidi comes or maybe it was the last episode, but she comes to the work to give me her housewarming invite for me and Lauren. And I remember I had to run back to, to Kiara like three or four times because I wasn't upset enough. And I was like, I just, do I have to do it again? I already did it. <laughs> Those so. walk-ups were so annoying, huh? <laughs> But it worked. I mean, I guess it's better to do more than not enough. It was just that desk that, you know, was my little space. (laughs) What else happened in this episode? Well, I guess from the top, Whitney got promoted to a fashion contributor and Lauren congratulates her and fills her in basically on this whole tape scandal. I started having like my friends coming up to me and just telling me like, really like rude, horrible rumors. And then they go to Heidi and Spencer throwing their housewarming party. This is the episode. Then Heidi comes to my work to give me the invite, but she should have went to Lauren's, not to me. That is one question. Do you know why? Did you guys have her go to me to give the invite? Or like, I feel like she should have gave it to Lauren. I have no idea why we did that. Huh. Because at that point, Heidi and I weren't really talking, but she was still kind of talking to Lauren. So when I saw this, I was like, she should have gave it to Lauren. I wonder why they had her bring it to me. Maybe because it added more to that story. Well, I think we were just trying to connect the dots to get, you know, to bring you into the fold, if nothing Mm -hmm. else. Because I think at one point there was even like, you know, because, you know, you were sort of not quite in the same mix with them and it was like oh we got to connect Audrina into it and the same thing with Whitney it felt like Whitney kind of lived her life sort of outside of the group Mm -hmm. and so but they always had Teen Vogue as their spot that Lauren and Whitney could connect and we were trying to put something and who knows maybe it was just we had to like make Epic happy then she would have seen it Epic that we knew we would use yeah I know. Well, because when I worked at Coyote, there wasn't really anyone there that I could talk to. So at Epic, there was Kiara, who was more my age and someone that I worked with or went to shows with and all that. So it just made sense. Yeah, so it starts off in the Let's closet. And then you hear about, you know, uh, Whitney's uh, promotion. Lauren says about the sex tape. Then we cut to the new house and Heidi and Spencer are getting ready to throw a housewarming mm-hmm. party. Heidi's guest list includes Lauren, Adrena, and Whitney, to which Spencer smugly replies, let's see if we can get him on the list. I'll invite Lauren and Adrena and then um, Whitney. See if we can get him on the list. 
amidst the rumors and the fact that their friendship with Heidi hasn't been the same, Laura and Audrina decide not to attend the housewarming party, but instead go to Ledoux. That was uh, that was tells, our home away from home. <laughs> Spencer tells Heidi that Frankie invited them to a birthday party at Ledoux that night, and Heidi wonders if Laura will be there. They sadly lament the absence at the housewarming party. Spencer gets uh, that Lauren hates him, but thinks it's wrong for her to project that hate onto Heidi. Oh, I guess so. We played it like he got it that he might have been a villain, but he didn't want her to be a villain, which actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we arrive at Ledoux, and this is where all the heated dramas happens. Oh, yeah. This is Frankie's birthday. We walk in. It's your birthday. Greg yes. Carney is there. Chris Carney is there. Like everybody was there. All you those. Tell, I think. I think. Fra- I think at that point it looked like Lauren and Greg Carney were kind of dating because didn't they date in real life for a little while too? Right. Yeah. And they, but they, but they kept it off the show. Or did they? They kept it, it off the show completely. Yeah. 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 We never. That was never a thing. Yeah, but I saw that. I saw her yeah. sitting on his lap. And in this episode, Justin was there, but I was with him off camera. So I was kind of going back and forth. And then here's where it gets dicey. So everyone's at Ledoux for Frankie's party. Heidi walks over to Lauren and gives her the letter. In response, Lauren gets up and leaves. And what she did was came and started screaming at us. Oh, that's what she really did. Because they showed up. And And Adam was there. Sean was there. Sarah was there. I mean, everybody was there. A lot of us were clueless that they were like about this whole we didn't know tape. all the details yet. Like I had no clue that there was a tape going on around. Did you know that, Brody? During that no. time? No. I, I had no idea. So bro, I knew uh, a Spencer little bit. and Heidi were my friends as well. So they were coming to my birthday because they were actually invited to it was actually my birthday to be precise on this. They that was made real. like, hey, well, it's Frankie's birthday. Let's let's film there since all the, the, the cast is gonna be there. And it will be a neutral zone for everybody to to be there because I was Switzerland at that point, right? Like you're always Switzerland, <laughs> but it's but good. This you're is the when the shit hits the fan. Is that then yeah. we sort of say, "Hey, Lauren, you're just be a grown up. Go back out and have fun. It's Frankie's birthday." And then somehow there's another encounter. And you know the way we shot that show, like you said, Brody, is everything was kind of lit and blocked. Like you're mm-hmm. gonna walk in, you're gonna sit here. Camera's going to be here, single, single, master, the whole nine. And then chaos erupts. And I can't remember how they ended up, who ran first, whether Lauren said, I'm out of here, and Heidi chased her. We were we downstairs. Up, like, near the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Well, we weren't lit for it. It's completely just like half black, and, you know, the dark, you couldn't see anything. And that was just like a true documentary moment because we had yeah. no idea what was going to happen. And then they have that thing, you know what you did. And then I think Lauren might have just left at that point. And uh, well, then and we then, went to know, Frankie's course, house. No, no, after. They, we all we, left. I don't but think we that went. ever made the it was a TV show, did it? It did because yeah. that's, where, that's where you got the all the footage of the of her talking to Audrina on the. I know we went there and we got that audio, but I don't think it made it into the show. It did. The scene of just, well, people don't know that we went to Frankie's, but on the show, they just used that particular like scene of the door at Frankie's. So people think it's at Ledoux, but it was really at Frankie's. So I guess in storyline, people just think we, Lauren left after Ledoux, but in real life, we did go out after. 
Okay, Jason, we don't want to keep you too long, but thank you so much for coming on. We got a lot of good information. I think the fans are really going to appreciate, and it was so good seeing you. So good so to, great see, to you, see you guys. Good to see you, Jason. I can't wait yeah. to, to you know catch up face to face, and 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 good luck on everything you do. And more than anything, Brody, you're not a parent yet, right? It's on the uh, way. Yeah, about a month away. But I love that you guys are both parents, Adrina and Frankie. Brody, best decision you ever made in your life. You Thanks, two will say it, having kids, <laughs> my kid's now a college graduate, and you guys met him when he was just a little five, six, seven-year-old, yep. and I have to say, good luck in everything you do, and I'm a big fan of all you guys. Take care. Uh, Thanks, Thanks, Jason. So much. All right. I'm a big fan Thank of you, you too, brother. Okay, you're the man. Bye. Bye. Tune in next week for part two. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.